Many people confuse proof-of-stake cryptocurrencies and governance tokens. They might not understand the differences between them or why we really need both of them. I'll explain all of that in today's video. Hey everyone and welcome back. This is the Part-Time Economist and in today's video I wanted to jump into the differences between proof-of-stake cryptocurrencies and governance tokens because for a beginner they might seem somewhat similar and they might not really understand why do we need both of these? Is this just duplication? What's going on here with governance tokens and proof-of-stake cryptocurrencies? Now before we get into the actual video, I do want to say, of course, that this is not financial advice. Everything that I'm talking about here is simply to help you understand better how cryptocurrencies work. And speaking of how cryptocurrencies work, let's jump right into it. What are the differences between proof of stake and governance tokens? What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a big picture analysis and then we'll jump in a little bit deeper. So big picture with proof of stake, we are validating transactions. We are saying, does this transaction comply with the rules of the cryptocurrency blockchain? If so, we are going to accept that transaction. We will process it and we will allow it to go through. With proof of stake, we are providing a service to the cryptocurrency network. And for doing that, we earn a little bit of a reward. Now, on the flip side, with governance tokens, we're not really saying, does this follow the rules? We're saying, what should the rules even be? And we're really voting on the future of a specific project. Now, since we're not really getting anything out of this, we don't really get monetary rewards when we vote with governance tokens. Rather, our reward is seeing the cryptocurrency project go in the direction that we want it to go in. It's kind of like how there's no monetary reward for voting. So with that being said, let's jump in just a little bit deeper. I just wanted to put the basic thought in your mind so you could think about this as we go through the video. So let's talk about what does a cryptocurrency blockchain even do? Why do we need these validators or proof of stake? Well, let's think of something that we all know. You go to the gas station, you're putting some gas in your car, you swipe your Visa, you swipe your MasterCard. There's actually a lengthy process behind this, but the short story is that money moves from your bank account, Visa processes the transaction or MasterCard, and then it arrives in the gas station's account. Now, this is a an incredibly important feature of our economy. We need this every single day. Cryptocurrencies at their core perform a similar function. They move funds from one person to another person. Here's the key difference though. You see, in cryptocurrency, we don't like this idea of one central entity having all this power, having this you know complete monopoly on saying what transactions are valid and what are not. Rather, what cryptocurrencies are designed to do is to allow a decentralized network of thousands of different participants to validate these transactions, which is good for decentralization, but it leaves us with another problem. How do we determine which of these thousands of different participants gets to validate each transaction? How do we know if they're trustworthy? Different cryptocurrencies do this in different ways, but with proof of stake, it essentially relies on you having a stake, a vested interest in the project. Think of it this way. If I pledge $10, $100, $10 million of cryptocurrency to this project, what I'm saying is I've invested a lot in this cryptocurrency. If something bad happens to this cryptocurrency, it's going to affect me personally. 
Therefore, if I'm validating these transactions, I have a very strong incentive to validate them in a way that is going to abide by the rules. Because if I do anything bad to the network, it's actually going to come back to bite me. And I'm really just kind of sabotaging myself. So therefore, I've invested in this. I'm trustworthy. You should allow me to validate these transactions and to get my transaction reward, of course. Now, let's just really quick take a break and see how this works in practice. So right now, I am on the WAX blockchain. Again, not endorsing WAX, not telling you to use it, just using it as an example. Um, what you can see here is that we have different validators. These are different uh, groups or collections of individuals that are essentially validating these transactions. If I have WAX cryptocurrency, I could vote for one of these um, I guess you could call them guilds or validators. I could vote for them. And for doing that, what I'll show you is that I would actually earn a little bit of a reward here. So oh, I'm not logged in. I'll throw up a screenshot to show you. Uh, but I would earn a little bit of a reward for doing that. Now, remember, I am performing a service for this network. I'm saying my WAX cryptocurrency, I'm pledging it to the network for a certain amount of time. That means I can't use it. I can't trade it until I unstake it. So because I'm doing this, I'm investing in the network. I need that reward. Now, let's look at the other aspect of this. Let's look at a governance token example. Remember, with governance tokens, we're not validating these transactions. We're trying to determine what the rules are. So there's a number of different circumstances in which you might want to change the rules. One example here is the Splinterlands game. It's a blockchain-based game, and they're basically saying, should we implement a governance structure? Now, obviously, there can be more things than this. If there's a decentralized lending protocol, we might say, what assets do we want to support? on this protocol. Uh, what should the interest rate be, right? And different people will have different opinions. What governance tokens do is they allow the community members to vote on the future of the project. So you can see here I am on Splinterlands and they have a governance proposal. It just says SPS governance first proposal number one. Now, if we were to click on this number one, it would actually take us to a detailed overview of what this proposal is. What does it mean? right? So we can be an informed voter. Now, if we decide that we want to vote in favor of or against this proposal, we have the option of doing that. So to vote for this proposal, I simply click on the up arrow, I confirm my vote, and then that is me registering saying I want the cryptocurrency protocol to take this direction. Now, that's a high level overview of the differences between proof of stake and governance tokens. Another thing you're probably thinking about at this point is governance tokens kind of versus uh, voting in the stock market, right? Because you know if you own shares, you have the ability to vote as well. A couple key differences that I just very briefly want to point out. And this depends a lot on how the specific project is implemented because there is a lot of variation with governance tokens and there's also a lot of variation with voting in the stock market. So as you can see here, this vote that we did today on Splinterlands, it was a vote to the team, right? So it was, hey, the community wants this. You programmers, you developers, you go and you actually implement this. Now, different governance proposals. So if we're talking about compound finance, we're not voting for the developers to go and do something. We are actually submitting executable code. So if it passes, it's going to be implemented, right? We're not telling the developers, hey, please go do this. We are saying, 
if this passes, this is going to be implemented. Now, this is different than voting in the stock market because when you vote in the stock market, you do get to vote on some things, right? So corporate actions, you get to elect board members, but you're not really voting on those day-to-day -day proposals. And especially if you're voting for a board member, you have no guarantees that they're necessarily going to do what you voted for. Whereas with the governance tokens, especially if we're actually voting to approve execute code, we have a very direct uh, relationship with our vote versus how this cryptocurrency project develops. Now, this is something that we could spend hours and hours talking about, but I hope I gave you the basics, the key takeaway from this video to understand. Proof of stake is about validating transactions. Does this transaction comply with the rules, the regulations of the network? If so, we will add it to the blockchain we will make sure this transaction is recorded. And for doing that, we are going to get our reward. On the flip side, governance tokens are big picture. What are the rules going to be? Should we launch a new card series? Should we add this asset to our decentralized exchange? Should we increase the interest rate, right? This is what we're doing with governance tokens. We're not so much getting a monetary reward, but we are getting to shape the future of that specific cryptocurrency project. So as always, I'd like to thank you for watching the video. I hope you got something out of it and I'll see you next time.